Thank you for listening to, to Black, Black Delegates Podcast. Rate, review, share. Y'all heard, take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice, check one. My mic sound nice, check two. My mic sound nice, check three. Are you ready? Mic check, mic check. So how it's going to be from now on that we coming in. We're just going to come in hot. No intros. Welcome to the Black Delegates Podcast. Today's date is June the 2nd, 2020. Uh, episode 111. Episode 111. I am the Black Ryan, your host, and my co-hosts today are Box Wine Poppy, as usual. Yo, what's up, man? Ghetto Phenom. As usual. What's going on? Happy to be here. All right. So, uh, this this podcast is going to be a little serious, I guess. It's got to be because the world is crumbling around us. But we still would thank y'all for listening to the podcast. Hopefully, you're like, you ain't listening to it while you're looting. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, don't listen to it while you're burning things down. You know, I don't want you to get distracted. You know, you're going to dodge those rubber bullets. Uh, but if you're just protesting, I guess you can listen to the podcast. You know, what blacker thing to do is to protest and listen to the black delegates at the same time. But I need your head to be on the swivel. So if you got the podcast on now, pause it, come back, and we'll see y'all afterwards. But <laughs> we're going to get right into this, and we're going to talk about our week in blackness. It's crazy, so it's pretty much the same as everybody else's around the country. Uh, let's go with Paul first because he always goes first. All right, first on the record, let me get on record. I love black people. <laughs> <laughs> when the race, that, race riots start, Box One Poppy right. gets a pass. I, that's what I've been. I've been telling Ryan as a hey, when you know they y- y'all y'all come taking over everything. Y'all got y'all got black Captain America. Y'all got everything now. So when y'all take over the White House, you know just just make sure y'all keep me alive. I, I don't 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 throw me in the wood chipper, man. That's all I don't want. Uh, but man, week week review, uh, not much happened, man. Quiet week, but uh, I will say, hey, I, Charlotte uh, went down, went downtown on Sunday. Was a sad Sunday, and uh, I went out there, went walked in the protest with my little boy for about an hour, man. So so yeah, man. But it was peaceful, all love, no no issues, man. We went down there, kind of went down there just to kind of get get him out of the house. But uh, I was like, man, we we down, we might as well be downtown. We might as well just go see where it's at. I know it was somewhere close by, so I was like, just walking over here. Kind of, you know, we kind of saw a bunch of people out there just kind of standing around and kind of, kind of walking down the main drag there toward toward the, the center downtown area. So we just kind of, you know, hung back in a little bit. I didn't have my mask on. He didn't have his mask on. We weren't going to get up in the mix, all the people. But, but yeah, man, went out there for about about forty five minutes, an hour on the stay way back, of course, because I had the kid with me. But uh, but it was cool, man. No problems. It was early in the day, though. You know, uh, fortunately, our city hadn't had too many problems so far. All, little bit i guess last night was the first night that really started popping off a little bit but not that much uh but yeah man it was it was cool man it was it was uh it was nice out there peaceful Yo, at least i, I see. gotta give you a standing ovation hey, there you go. There you go. out here in these protesting streets there you go I, but i still said I, I still you know i was like i still say hey hey ghetto phenom out of stl like I, you know i don't trust that dude that dude you <laughs> check him <laughs> but now no, did you cool, do man. did did you participate in any of the chants? I know you said you were no, laid back man. a little bit. They, yeah, they were doing some. Ch- people were just kind of people. Mostly, it was just people were just walking, and it was cool. But it was cool, man. I was just, I was I was impressed by like uh, you know just the crowd. It wasn't it. It, it was probably I'd say seventy percent 
white, you know, white Hispanic, you know, but it was all colors out there, man. That was it was a nice thing, man. It was it was beautiful. There weren't too many old folks out there. It was mostly young folks, but that kind of kind of uh, you know was inspiring a little bit too, man. So you know, man, it was it was just it was just different. It was just good to see it, you know, just kind of get the energy of the people and stuff like that, and uh, just kind of see you know see what's about. You know, I, I again, I was only out there for a short amount of time. I didn't see all the you know some of the stuff that you've seen on the news and things like that. It was peaceful. What I, what I saw, of course, I was way in the back, but uh. But man, I can't complain, man. I think that was the thing I was impressed by, just the diversity of the crowd. And you're seeing that on TV, too. Yeah, that's how a lot of the protests are. You know, you get this depiction on TV that all of them are violent and people throwing stuff and this and that. But uh, especially in the daytime, you know, when when I tell people who are nervous about going to protest or, like you said, who got kids or want to take them, I'm like, go early in the day. Go at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Go at you know, one o'clock in the afternoon, because those are especially peaceful as people, you know, going out. And once the darkness comes, you know, at least in my experience, that's when things get a little bit more hairy. So uh, I'm glad you went out there. I think everybody definitely needs to uh, participate in a protest in some kind of way, um, especially, you know, when it comes to uh, the violence against uh, black and brown folks and uh, the injustice and all of that. So uh, I commend you for that. Keep, keep that, keep, uh, Ryan. Save that article audio. I'll need that. I'll need that for after the revolution. I'm gonna send you, you know, a snippet. That's right. Three format. <laughs> That's right. I need I need that put on like, high quality so I can so I can I can show it around. Like, hey, don't don't hang me. I got the, I got the phenom stamp of approval right here. I'm good. You could be like mm-hmm. Bernie. You could be like Bernie and just keep saying I I marched I marched with black people back in the civil rights days. Yo, Bernie so. marched with Moses, yo. Bernie marched with Moses <laughs> and MLK. That's that's the wild thing about him. But yo, as so long bro. as you got the credentials, Joe Biden be talking about he marching and he didn't. <laughs> hey, so. but, uh, Biden might, you know, he got that dimension, man. He might, he might, he might legitimately think he was there. Which, you know, in this day and age with the president we got right now, I'll, I'll accept that, man. If he wholeheartedly believes he marched with MLK, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take him at his word right now. It, it can't be any worse than the alternative. So, so one, right. one of you two, who wants to go next? I'll go in. I don't have a whole lot to talk about. Uh, unlike Box Wine Poppy, I have not made it out in these protest oh, you streets trash. yet. You uh, trash. You trash. During Ferguson, I was out all up in it. Uh, but I have not yet been out there. I do, you know, if it carries on, I'm going to get out there. Uh, but just, number one, being busy and the COVID, uh, trying to make sure that I'm protected from that and that my wife's protected and uh, I just haven't made it out there yet, but um, the more I watch of them and the more that I see that it's kind of a a groundswell, like even with Ferguson and Stockley protests and some of these other things, um, you know, this just seems a little bigger, you know, just because it's happening in so many cities. And I guess it, it did during Ferguson because then you had Eric Garner in, in New York and then you had Baltimore, and, and so you had these other cities where the protests you know kind of popped up but it it almost seemed like an incident had to happen there where now everybody's looking there's been multiple incidents recently but it just seems like every city's just coming out uh in support and uh so the countries too man uh, yeah and uh, yeah the countries like germany and yeah and so it seems i saw somebody today uh said that you know it's not a protest it's an uprising and it does kind of have that feeling. So I've just been following that in terms of my week. 
not a whole lot. The wife's birthday uh, just recently passed, so had Bless to. The birthday. Uh, yeah, get get things together. Kind of cooked for. We didn't. She didn't want to have a a birthday parade of people driving by and honking the horn. So uh, we stayed in the house. You know, I oh. found her um, fit, or put together part of her favorite meal. You know, so I had to do do a little cooking. Made some salmon and some asparagus and some rice. So uh, just doing that, trying to clean up the house a little bit, but nothing too exciting. So see, I figured you. I figured I, I seen that movie, uh, Queen and Slim. I figured you were gonna do like a a, a date like that with the wife for her birthday. Like, <laughs> and then I, you just shoot a cop and then drive around the city trying to get away. Is that what you're saying? Well, well, no. I mean, look on the timeline on the chat. You said you said, hey, can't pod to, uh, on Monday. Got got to take the wife out and we didn't hear from and i said yeah, we I, didn't I, hear from I, I i i hit i hit the chest that man everybody been pretty quiet this this morning after you know i, I told you ST, stl went a little nuts last night and it hit, hadn't heard from ish i was like mm, pretty quiet a lot of dead a lot of dead police officers in st louis and i heard, ain't heard from ish i know he was out on the town last night so i was like mm, maybe he's queen maybe he's maybe he's slim hey Hey, I man, don't know. snitches get stitches i was in the house <laughs> all night long that's all my right. story and i'm sticking to it all right that movie is garbage, by the way. Just want to—I want to get that out there. No, it was not. That's false. Did you watch it? Or you just I watched? Saying, I, I watched. You about, know, you would just say something. No, nah, I watched about. I watched about. I watched about two thirds of it, man. And I was like, ah, okay. I'm, it was. It, it, it had a little interesting part of the game, but it kind of. It, it kind of lost me halfway through. Okay, like, either, you, either you watch 15 minutes of a movie and turn it off because it's so terrible. I buy that. But if you get two thirds through, you got to finish it before you can say whether or not you liked it. No, nah, man. Hey, man. Social media era. You know, I, I just get on my phone and look at something else, and I just got kind of lost interest in the kids, you know, did something. I was like, all right, I'll get back to it. I just never got back to it. I was like, right, I'm good. I'm cool, man. All right. So, so what about you, Ryan? Unless Nas is in it, Paul ain't watching or listening. Hey, hey I've seen Belly like 5,000 times, bro. Yeah. No, it's fire. Trash. He, he, he was terrible in that. Actually, I can't lie. This weekend blackness. Uh, my week was interesting, uh, to say the least. Probably, you know, mostly because of the situation across the country. Um, so it's been fairly somber. Watching way more news coverage than I want to, because um, I generally try to avoid uh, local at all costs. But this uh, being a a nationwide story has now turned into a worldwide story and you know it's trickling over overseas berlin i saw and a couple other places the other day um but otherwise let's see i was watching a little bit of tv uh got a chance to see the spacex launch if y'all didn't see that's the tesla company that launched a uh took nasa astronauts to the space station the first time that a uh, i guess a What's the word for it, Paul? I know it's a non-governmental private, entity. Private, private, private or okay. commercial. So just private. Okay. Private entity uh, flown to space. So that is cool. Um, I'm sure that spaceship is pretty dope in comparison to the whack shuttles we've been using. <laughs> uh, Elon Musk probably got all kind of talking stuff in there. Reminds me of a show I used to watch called Salvation. On, um, I think it's on Prime. I don't know if it was. I think it was on TV though, but it's. It, I know it's on Prime to see that for free. Uh, it was kind of a Elon Musky type of guy, and he was just uh, trying to figure out a way to save the people on Earth. Uh, and that's all I'll say in case you want to watch it. But it was pretty good. But anyway, um, watch that. I watched a show called The Colony. 
I finished that up. I've been watching that, and <laughs> it's actually similar to what's kind of going on now. Not exactly. It's not race-related, but it's more of a uh, the government um, trying to kind of taking over and uh, running things in the midst of or after an alien invasion. So, Colony is dope. Watched all three seasons pretty quick, so that was really good. Um Trying to check out some HBO Max, but I didn't get to it. So, the real story I want to talk about, though. Saturday. Friday, Saturday-ish. You live here, so you know weather was perfect. It was just cool. It's like that now. It's here now. Perfectly cool breeze. But if you sit in the sun, it was warm. You know, everything was perfect. Uh, Mm -hmm. Not too hot, not too cold. You know, you ain't sweating. Wasn't really no bugs out because it was windy enough to keep them off you. Uh, Was uh, chilled outside, did some some outside work. And Friday, I noticed that the uh, bouncy house was going up next door again. So I told y'all, dude already had a best life. Yeah, yeah. He he already had a little Corona party a little bit ago, and so I guess he was he was coming back for seconds this time. Uh, but oh, he didn't spare any expense on this one. This party was bigger and better than the last. So uh-huh. he this time not just a bouncy house. He had a DJ out there. So the what? DJ bumping. Loud as a mug. You ain't seen nothing till you seen so, some little kids dancing to blow the whistle with a uh, two short in it. That's weird. No DJ should ever play that. I don't care if you got the radio edit. If two shorts on the song, please don't have your kids dancing to it. Just pull them off the floor, have them chill for a second, and then play another song. This is a this is an Ice Cube we be clubbing on on uh, Nickelodeon uh, situation. If, if yes, y'all if, if y'all haven't seen that, me and Ryan have seen <laughs> that, that video. Is, I don't know. We, I don't want to share that with you, but we, uh, yeah, we'll put that we'll put that in the show notes, yo. If you if you want a good laugh, look Google uh, Ice Cube we be clubbing uh, Nick Junior. And, yeah. and and you will you will die laughing. <laughs> Yeah, let's not let's not sing those lyrics while we're talking to kids either. Oh man, shake uh, it off, shake it off, make right. it soft. Oh man, <laughs> to, right. to a room full of eleven year olds, man, that's that's wild. Man. With hey, but they was they was you. they was hype. <laughs> they was enjoying it, but that's how the kids were outside. They was enjoying uh, blow the whistle. They didn't know what was going on. They didn't understand. So I hear the music. I'm still working, kinda. Mm-hmm. You know, start doing a head up nod. The day. In, in, the, in the kitchen, you start doing a little head nod? Well, I was listening to podcasts, you know, but I couldn't really hear it because the music was so loud. Like, it's literally, it's, come, mm-hmm. it's loud. It's coming through my patio door at this point. So, I was mm-hmm. wrapping things up down here, getting ready to uh, play the game, which is what I usually do in the evenings. Uh, so, my wife comes home a little bit earlier, and she had came, came in maybe a, a couple hours before, and she was just like, hey, it's, it's all animals outside. And I didn't think anything of it because, you know, we see a lot of deer around here. It's been plenty of times we drive down the street, we got to slow down, you know, a little herd of deer run across the street or, you know, a, a bunch of squirrels, a lot of rabbits, stuff like that. Coyote every once in a while, something like that. And w- once we saw a horse run across uh, Lindbergh Boulevard because, you know, it's a, it's a farm over there and they have horses. So occasionally they get out. So I thought it was something like that. Didn't think anything of it. You know, she kind of said it in, in passing, so I didn't trip. Uh, kept doing what I was doing. Uh, then the kids, uh, my daughter comes down, and she's like, Daddy, that, it's all kind of animals outside. And I thought, 
I thought she was repeating what my wife said because they had just gone over to my mother-in-law's and came back. Then Trenton came down and he's like, daddy, I don't even know what kind of animal that is. It has a long neck. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, hold on. <laughs> Let me go upstairs and see what they talking about. I had a pet go upstairs. Yes, I pull out the, pull the curtains back, step out, uh, you know, I look out the deck window and bam alpacas goats guinea pigs geese ducks oh. horses yo <laughs> there oh, were so many animals at, out there trash is the dead next door you, <laughs> so bro, i don't even get a trampoline this dude got uh, a whole so yeah right door. right <laughs> and i was like is the first thing that came to mind i was like is this what it's like to live next to box wine poppy like he has a party and it's a crazy party that you can never live up to. And they'd be like, Oh daddy, for my birthday, can we have a petting zoo? First of all, oh listen, listen to man, I, I, I might, I might live in a nice area, but I am definitely by far not the richest person in this neighborhood. There are many, 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 many much richer people than me, and they have much nicer. So <laughs> I see the cars on the drive, and I be like, hey, I just got this nice little, little one, little Mazda. I see, I see three, four, five nice cars in these driveways. So, so yeah, man, I, it's all relative, baby. You there, man? Okay. Ish, is he is he going in and out to you, or is it just to me? Yep. No, he's going in and out. Okay. All right. So we keep an eye on that, but keep talking, Paul, because uh, I can hear you enough to understand what you're saying. So it's not a big deal. All right. Okay, so we're going in and out too, though. My bad. It's on your end if you talking. Gotcha. Yeah, you you were doing the same though for some reason. Oh, okay. All we'll right. Cut, we'll cut all this out. We'll cut all this out. No, I won't. So. <laughs> so so I look out the window I, already, I see all the animals now the thing it's not it's not the, the petting zoo that was the problem it was that all these animals are in my backyard not his I backyard swag. they're in my oh, backyard because he's got the bouncy house in his backyard so the bouncy house is taking up about half of his yard my, my yard in the back is fairly small um He's a little bit bigger, but he got an entire bouncy house back there. Then my neighbor to the side, because remember, I'm on a corner. I'm on a corner a lot. So the other neighbor, she's got alpacas and goats in her grass. <laughs> now, Sorry. the horse is eating my grass. Horse is eating her grass. I'm looking, and I'm just like, what is this mess out here in this backyard? And it was mad people out there, y'all. Hella people. I saw one mask, How but it was about 50 people. It was about 50, 50, 60 people out there. It was a lot wow. counting kids. I'm, I'm guessing it had to be like 50 people out there. So um, maybe and I'm like exaggerating, 10, 50, but like it seemed 10, 50 like 50 animals. people. How many, how many animals total? <sighs> it was more than 10 animals because, I mean, it was it was like three geese. It was three goats, three geese. I saw two alpacas. I think there was two horses. Uh, yeah so that's all i can remember because at this point it's a blur and then my wife is like she says man i hope that I hope that uh if them horses take a dump like we gonna have to clean that up like how does that work and i was like oh heck no i was like we are not finna clean it up i said let me oh. let me go out here and see what's going on so i'm going out the door i stand over because my deck like overlooks the backyard so i can see down into my yard their yards and i look down and my my neighbor to the left of me, she's outside. She's got the she's got the full arms crossed. She's black though. 
But she got the arms crossed Karen look. She got on the her Karen face. face. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Karen yeah. Face. She she light skinned though, but she still had the Karen face. So I think mm-hmm. she dipped deep into her gene pool to pull out the, a white Karen from the past, and she pulled that up front. And she was just standing there, and she was just looking mad. And I'm like, dang, what's going on? Like she must not have knew about it. And so uh-huh. I stand, I look around, and I'm I'm the, uh, looking for the dude. Had the face on, right? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I'm looking for the dude because I'm like, where is he at? Let me see. And then I finally see him. I spot him. He looks at me. And what I do, I put my arms out like Ice Cube on the porch <laughs> and Boys boys in the Hood. <laughs> and I'm like, what's up? We got a problem here. We got a problem. <laughs> and he's like, hey, hey, what's up? And he's like, uh, you want to ride the horse? And I was like, man, no. I said, but I want to know why there's a horse in my backyard. He asked you what? (laughs) He asked me that I want to ride the horse. (laughs) I'm like, bro, no, I don't want to ride the horse. But why is there a horse in my backyard? That is what I'm wondering. Dog, you got to say yes to ride the horse. Come on. (laughs) I think he was like, do you want to ride the horse? Your kids, maybe? I'm like, no, man. You should have invited us first. But, yeah. So then he's just like, oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Like, hey man, can you can you move the horse over a little bit, man? You know, he in his backyard. I'm just like, and I just shake my head, and you know, my wife standing behind me at this point or beside me. Um, I was kind of just taken 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 aback by all the stuff that's going on because this is one of them situations where we don't have fences over here. I talked about that before, so everybody kind of just has an open open ground back there, which is fine. We have kids if they could run around back there. Fine, because then they all have room. But we all have to agree to that. But if you're going to have a petting zoo back there, just come tell me beforehand. Be like, yo, I'm going to have a party back here. You know, it might be some some stuff on your yard, some space. I'll make sure it's cleaned up something. But the brother ain't tell me nothing, man. He ain't say nothing before. Mm. Ain't said nothing since. And that was last mm. Friday. Did you see, was there any animal droppings? No, no, I went back through. I went back through, I went around. uh, I did talk to the guy that owned the horses and stuff. And uh, because my wife said it again, she was like, are they going to clean it? You going to clean up that mess if they they use it on the grass? And uh, he was like, oh, no, man, we'll make sure it's taken care of. We'll get it all up. That's what we do. I was like, okay, cool, man. And I was like, uh, I was like, just just move him over a little bit, cause he he, again, he didn't have space for a petting zoo and that bouncy house, and for people to actually stand. So I told the dude, just you know, move him over a little bit. I was like, I guess it's, it's, I said, it's weeds right there. I haven't fertilized yet for the summer. I usually do that around now, so then by the fall, and I haven't been living here long enough to really get all that stuff done anyway with this COVID stuff going on. But uh, yeah, so it wasn't a huge deal. But it's a deal because I feel like I had to put my foot down because if you don't say something now, like what what's the dude gonna do next? Like, oh man, he, he already yeah, pushed. You know, you know, strip stripper party out back there, and I'll be there for it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it should be right there, <laughs> no mask on. I asked my wife what what is he gonna do when he has an adult party because we ain't seen that yet. We only seen the kids hey, parties. Hey, but how do you think the animals feel, man? Like you, you up in this tiny backyard, there <laughs> it's it's all pet. You got fifty people in there. You got you got uh you know some, and loud music. You, you, yeah, you got loud. You got you got the STL lunatics playing. They, they, these are probably some racist <laughs> horses, man. They probably just listen to country music, man. They don't listen to Nelly, so like they probably, probably confused as hell back there, man. All these black people, they probably, probably scared as hell. Yo, that horse, that horse was looking like it was about to start bucking too when I said that's, something. That's about what I'm it. saying. Yeah, he man. was kind of shaking a little bit and he was getting a little agitated. 
I'm just like, like you yo. know, when you go to like a pet zoo, it's like you know, it's like a bunch of little kids, but you don't you don't have like fifty people right. right up in your in the animals grill, and that's exactly. usually like where they live at. You know, that's got to be something different yeah. for the animal. Just go up in somebody else's backyard. Oh, he had a dunk tank too. Did people. I say he had a dunk tank? He had a dunk Damn. tank. A dunk tank. Wow. Yes, man. Damn. Oh, you like, this, what was, do you know what the party was for? Was this a birthday party? Was this? I a, have no idea. There were balloons on the mailbox. I no assume, yeah, I assume it was a birthday. I know he has two little kids. And since it was a bouncy house, it had to be a little kid's party with a petting zoo. But this this the dude where the cops went to, right? Or am I, this is the wrong thing <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, so. Now, how, how uh, furious were your kids that you did not allow oh. them to go outside yeah, and that was... out with the animals and all the other cheerings. Now, I kind of had already, I already prepped them because I knew it was coming when I saw the bouncy house. I'm just like, look, it's COVID right now. We can't go out because of the, because <laughs> I don't want y'all getting sick. I'm sorry. I said, I know it sounds be, crazy. I said, sound crazy. The same excuse on the 18. He's going to be telling <laughs> the same thing. It's, look, I, I know you're 35 years old. I know I never, never, never put you on trampoline. I never took right. you nowhere, but it's, it's still COVID outside. You can't go nowhere. <laughs> yeah, he sound like that dad on that uh, Netflix Wild Wildling. That's what he was telling his his little girl. He's like, "Oh, the monster, the Wildling will get you. You can't go outside." But but yeah, man, it's it's hard to keep them in. It's hard for them to understand. I know Avery was kind of like, "Oh, I wanted to ride a horse." I was like, "Yeah, I like to be able to ride a horse too." But one, we didn't get invited, so that's one reason why he can't ride the horse. You know. So she bumped that man. She do offer these. Hey, let me throw the girl, the kid on there. Let me, let me throw the kids on the horse for, for a second. I'm good. I'm dad of the year. Then, you man. can't That's condone the. You can't condone the horse riding in your own backyard that you didn't condone Ish. in the first oh, place. Oh, I need a third party. I need a third party rule. Ish. Okay, you got you got the you got the the kids over for the weekend. You could be the cool uncle. You let them get on the horse of the neighbor that just happens to have a horse in their backyard that let that's letting you get a free ride. You doing it? Yes or no? During COVID season, heck no. Right. It's not <laughs> happening. My they kid, my nephew, right. whatever, about to get on a horse that 50 other people done been on mm-hmm. and put their COVID coughs all on there. No, thank you. Remember, one mask, 50 man, people. Man, you just, look, you out, you right outside, just hose them down, man. Just, you know, just do it like you do, like, like when you first go to prison, man. Just hose them down, <laughs> throw, some, uh, throw some detergent on, you good to go, man. No, all the chrono will just wash right off. I will pass. I will pass. But yeah, man, that was it. I mean, I did walk around. I still got some other work done after uh, party was over, you know, about by night nightfall since it was a little kid's party. And then next day was quiet. So, uh, yeah, got a chance to go ahead. Fertilize my yard. I did have a circle from where the horse was at. So apparently he just like ate a circle. That's that's extra fertilizer right there. Luckily it was weeds. So, you know, no big deal. I need that grass to grow back. If my grass was looking lush like it normally is, I would have been very upset that you out here messing up my grass. I'm, I'm that dude now. Oh, with the that's, grass. that's that's Karen. That's, 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 I'm that that's dude Karen with the right grass there. now, man. I I don't care about people walking across the grass, but you can't just have a horse just stomping in it because it's <laughs> right. Yeah. Now hold on, Ryan. Did, now did, did did you film any of this in case like no. this, this no. turned to a viral moment? Okay, no. I just want to know if you were like the bird watcher dude. I didn't know if you were gonna like you know see what the the neighbor said and become incensed and throw throw up on the on the tube. And uh, you know, get clicks out of this. I, I didn't know. Man, you that's that's one thing. You've done that. That's one thing I I don't do. I haven't became that person yet, where I just whip my phone out every time something happens. I just don't be thinking anything like that. And I'm pretty sure Michaela probably got some some footage 
I saw her her looking out way before I even looked out the window. That's that was really the thing. Like, what are y'all doing? Like, why are y'all staring and looking out the window and coming up and down the steps? So, yeah, <laughs> I did ask my other neighbor, like, yo, did you know about this beforehand? And she was like, no, I did not. <laughs> oh, that sounded like, sound like a Karen voice right there. Yeah, real. she said, no, I did not. I didn't know about it until my kids ran in the house and yelled and said, hey, it's a petting zoo in the backyard. It's an alpaca in our backyard. <laughs> and a llama. Okay, so that, that was my week. Now, Ryan, have you ever been on a horse? Yes. Um... Uh, Somebody had a horse somewhere, and I've been on a horse. Been on a horse, been <laughs> on a motorcycle. Else. Yeah, we did that kind of stuff when I was little. Gotcha. Yep. You? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You've probably been on a horse recently. Like, since you've been a grown yeah, man. Uh, look, on a horse with last, a sword, probably. <laughs> last time I've been on a horse was, I think, my honeymoon. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I know y'all probably were some horse, horses down the beach. What? Hold on, pause. What? Hold on, on a honeymoon? <laughs> you riding the horse? Oh, is you nasty, but bro. Come on now. So. But, hey, uh, but, but, Ish, you got, but Ryan, you got to step it up, man. Look, man, next next one of those little kids' birthdays, man, if you don't, if you don't bring your A game, you look, man. Your kid's gonna be in therapy for years out of this. If they find out if you if, if you just get like you know pull out like a, a board game of Monopoly and that's all y'all do for the birthday and like like some little tr- trash cupcakes and like a a, can- a couple candles. Like nah, man. You gotta you gotta do something, man. You better get like hey, a, actually a Trenton's birthday there. is Monday, <laughs> but that ain't for that be happening. We ain't doing all oh, that. Oh man. Nah, Gar, you should have got the you should have got the 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 the, the animal dudes uh, card or something. Like and that. then had the horses in his backyard the next day. Just like, hey man, how, can I get one chicken? Just bring me one chicken. I'm good. So, you know, whatever, a turtle, something. I know, I know the uh, other neighbors on the other side of him. Uh, the white dudes definitely was out looking, so they probably was like, "What's going on?" And I was just telling my wife, "I'm like, man, I hope this dude don't call the police because he's gonna think I called the police because I'm the one that said something about it." Like that's happened like twice around here. Like when I said something about they uh they leaf bags, and I'm just like, man, I don't want to be these these people's parents, man. I'm just like trying to educate you on how to have something because mm-hmm. <laughs> they just they just out there doing stuff. I'm gonna just leave these leaf bags for two or three weeks. No, nah, man, move them. Mm, but anyway, yeah, you definitely better up that game, or them kids are gonna sue you. They gonna the the neighbors gonna be their new parents. So. <laughs> Yeah, but they call that emancipation. They suing you for emancipation right. if you don't get get that game together. Dude got the little kid ATVs. He got the little kid motorcycles. Trent asked me for an ATV for his birthday, and I'm like, "Yo, let me let me Google this for you and show you how much these cost." And I was like, "How much is this?" And he was like, five hundred and fifty dollars." And I was like, "Right, you won't be getting one." It's like, do you understand? <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah." All right. he, I feel bad for Trent. Trent asked for a trampoline. He got told hell no. He got right. asked for whatever this was right here. I show you. I show no. all my kids <laughs> the price of things. Anyway. It's not that I'm trying to make you not get it. It costs too much. I'm not buying it. So Yo, he going he gonna come and show you that uh that stimulus breakdown and be like, look, <laughs> you got look. this much per child. <laughs> Let right. me get that. Maybe one day, or else I'm calling the FBI and telling them about whatever heinous act that you do that nobody knows about. Right. Trent, you go, go ahead and get the, the talk therapy for Trenton right now, man, because he's he going to need it in about 15 years, man. What's, what's all this? <laughs> he figures out his child. All right. I've talked enough. I'm going to let Ishmael introduce these topics. All right. Let's get if it. you don't mind. All right. Well, as uh, 
the black round alluded to a little bit earlier this has definitely been a um a big week in terms of protests uh we talked last week about the george floyd situation and it really was kind of right after it happened uh so we were just talking about our thoughts on on what happened uh but at that point we really hadn't seen this groundswell of protest and now since the last show uh we've seen protests there in, in minneapolis which is where it happened and then we saw them start to spread around the country. So in St. Louis, there's protests, like Box My Poppy said. In Charlotte, there's protests in New York. Everywhere. Uh, just Everywhere. all over the country and World. internationally, you know, uh, there have been protests as well. Box My Poppy has been to one. Uh, I have not. I don't think that Ryan has. But I did want to talk about just the fact that this has blown up so big. And like I said, to me, it seems a little bit different. And maybe it's just the front end where everybody is sort of engaged in it. Uh, but it but it seems like a huge groundswell. Um, but one of the interesting things to me where I'm like, it doesn't make sense because it's, it's like everywhere you look, all these companies are starting to put out little – uh, messages on social media. You saw yeah. some from like Polo, Ralph Lauren saying, you know, Black Lives Matter and what, you know, we got to stand with our, our black uh, brothers and sisters. And you see these other companies. And then the, the interesting one, though, was the NFL. And it's not just the NFL. Not but the no fun the NFL, league. I also seen uh, the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, oh, but yeah. they they are all coming out with these pro protest tweets. Um, let me read this one by the NFL. I'll read part of it. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's kind of long. But it says, the NFL family is greatly saddened by the tragic events across our country. The protesters' reaction to these incidents reflects the pain, anger, and frustration that so many of us feel. Our deepest condolences go out to the family of Mr. George Floyd and to those who have lost loved ones, including the families of Miss Brianna Taylor in Louisville, Mr. Ahmaud Aubrey, the cousin of Tracy Walker uh, of the Detroit Lions. And it goes on with some other stuff saying, you know, uh, there remains an urgent need for action. We recognize the power of our platform in the communities and yada, yada. We embrace that responsibility. It's like, yo. Wow. Did these do? And this is from Roger Goodell. This is from the commissioner. Mm. And um, I'm like, the audacity of you to post that <laughs> when a couple of years ago, everybody knows the story. Colin Kaepernick took a knee, a peaceful protest during the national anthem, and I mean, the NFL ran him out the league. You know, there was a huge uprising from the right, you know, calling him a son of a you-know-what and all this stuff. And he still doesn't have a job. He was supposed to have a workout or he had a workout a couple months ago. And basically the NFL was like, eh, we moved on. Like, we're done with this. So to see the, the league coming out, putting out statements, to see the 49ers, his former team, putting out statements, to see these other teams, I'm just like, like, are we in the upside down? Are we in the twilight zone? Like, what's really? Do they think we forgot? Like, I don't know. Box wine, Poppy, I know you still are heavy into the foosball. So what are your thoughts on this as an NFL fan? Well, my thing was, 
uh, I mean, like, I, yeah, I just saw those little tweets earlier today, but you know, like, I, I, this actually got me thinking. I was, I'm in a, like another little like chat thread with some you know, coworkers from work, and they all, you know, all white dudes, older, older, some women in there too, but they're older than me. So I'm the, I'm like the young one in the group, right? But you know, we we talk about politics and stuff like that. Most of them are are generally, you know, uh, slightly liberal, but more more center mind, you know, center minded type folks. But like, I got to ask, and I was like, I was like, you know, what they, you think the I mean, how much do you think like this? Uh, all, all this stuff that's going on, you know, the protests and stuff like that. I, I wonder how much of it is, it's just a direct reaction of, you know, the NFL protests a couple years ago, where basically they were just kind of ridiculed and and kind of dismissed and and just kind of pushed pushed aside, man. And so people were just kind of like, hey, man, screw that. We try to do this, you know, we try to do that peacefully, and then y'all said no, and so now, and now here we are, you know. Uh, with at least a lot of the you know the, the protests, the looting's a whole different issue. We can get into that a little bit, but I, I really do wonder that. Like, I wonder if, if if this this stuff right here. I mean, everything's got a reaction, right? So I I wonder if some of this stuff right here is a reaction to that NFL stuff, or it just kind of you know it, it the message got very muddled and kind of got dismissed, you know, by the by the public at large. So it's it's been interesting, man. What do y'all think about that? I definitely I think it is them trying to get in front of it. They know that eyes were going to be on them coming up next, and their season is supposed to start normally uh, soon at the end of uh, August or so. So they got to say something about it, so that way they don't get a bunch of questions. You won't say, "Hey, how come you didn't uh, speak out against the injustice with with uh, George Floyd?" Blah blah blah. They don't want to hear that, so they want to get out in front of it, say it now, why it's all chaotic too, in the midst of chaos. So then they're uh, super crazy. Fans don't even uh, pay too much mind to it. It was just a tweet. It's not like they ran a, a ad in the Super Bowl or something. So you know that stuff could be easily forgotten that it even happened, yet remembered well enough that we don't they don't catch no smoke. Well, they I mean they're gonna catch smoke regardless. They're gonna get those questions regardless, just because the Colin Kaepernick situation was so big. You know, it was such a big part of. Uh, of the conversation, it was just all over the media. It saturated. Uh, it was a political. The US I mean, it culture. became a yeah, it became a it became a political wedge issue during 2016. I mean, that's that's right. I mean, can't can't get much much bigger than that. It was crazy. So so this this little statement they put out isn't going like no reporter is going to be like, oh, they put out this statement. We don't have to ask them about that when the season starts. No, they're still going to have it, and I do believe, you know, that they feel like they wanted to show that they're with the cause and that they've uh, made uh, changes or had growth in this area. Uh, but I'm like, but you still blackballing Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> they don't care about that. Like, you still not messing with him. So for you to even speak on it or even – like, I would have rather them just shut up and just not said nothing. Just be like, hey, we don't want to get into politics. You know, we support everybody, whatever. But – like, like this is just like, I don't know, just like R. Kelly being like, uh, it, please uh, d- don't mess Support with young the girls. Me too movement. But he got <laughs> right, but he got young girls locked up in his basement right now, and he's like, no, you should, you should only mess with women who are twenty one, and uh, you should only uh, be monogamous, only date one woman. But he got 12, 16 year olds in the basement. Like R. Kelly it's would absurd. have a fire me too song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a top five, <laughs> right? But, but man, they definitely they definitely blackball Kaepernick. But man, that last trial though, Kaepernick did kind of screw himself on that one, man. 
it's it's a little bit more complex than that. We we ain't got. I mean, we don't want to retread. Yeah, let's not retread the Kaepernick story though. But uh, but, NFL, yeah, yeah. But I I just think that whole situation, just how the the NFL handled all of that, you know, and it was led by Kaepernick, but it wasn't just Kaepernick. Um, But that that was trash. Another thing I thought was trash. It nonetheless, I just mentioned it. Is I don't know if y'all saw Dickie V, Dick Vitale, um, was talking about. Oh, we we really need a Martin Luther King. What we really need at this point in time is a Martin Luther King. It's so much violence and looting and all that. We need a we need a peacemaker. And actually, there were a lot of people uh, from the Caucasian delegation that were screaming to the high heavens. We need. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. And again, going back to Kaepernick, Kaepernick was trying to do a peaceful protest. He just took a knee during the national anthem. They called him all kind of this, that, and the other. Uh, But the thing that the white folks are forgetting about, these particular white folks that are are screaming for Dr. King, is that Dr. King was murdered. Right, he was assassinated. (laughs) They be forgetting about that part. He was killed. And he was doing nothing but peaceful protests. So everybody's saying, "No, you, you, they're doing it the wrong way. You got, got it. Where, where's Dr. King? Where's Dr. He's dead. He's <laughs> dead because people either hated, and he was voted one of the most hated people. You know why he was yeah. alive at that uh, yeah. time. People hated him. Now everybody wants to, you know, paint these rose-colored glasses like, oh, Dr. King, Dr. King. I'm talking about people, not people of color." Um, but it's like he got killed, and he was nonviolent. So what do you expect is going to happen? Right. Everybody who's has been peaceful has <laughs> got killed. Yeah, they'll take care of yeah, them. Yeah, don't matter. Want to as long as you against the establishment, they feel like they got to take you out. Yeah, peaceful, you killed. You're violent, you killed. It, it don't matter. You just killed. That's the problem. Yeah. Okay, but let's get it. Let's get into this. So like, I mean, so we got the protest. And there. There are a lot of peaceful protests, but there definitely is some violence, some looting, some worse things that's going on. I mean, like, what do y'all think? I mean, my personal feeling is that I don't think the people that's doing the violence is is down for this cause, is is really about none of this stuff. I think it's all totally separate people, separate factions. Some people just out here to rob. Some people just out here because uh, they frustrated because they ain't got no job right now. I think I think this COVID stuff is a big reason why this has really picked up steam. Because you got a lot of young people that probably work in the service industry and got nothing to do right now. They're unemployed and they they pissed off. And I think a lot of this violence is, is because of that. And just people want to cause mischief. And I, I mean, you see a lot of these, a lot of this stuff is white people out there causing crime. I don't really know. I mean, I'm sure they in some ways are down for the cause. But I, I wonder if there are some of these like far left kind of, you know, groups that, you know, they, they glom it onto this issue. The police brutality issue, but I think they—I I think some of that violence is there. I mean, what do y'all think about that? Is am I am I off base on any of this or or what? Uh, I think you're right. Uh, well, not completely right. So I'm gonna say eighty percent right. Do I think that there are opportunists that are just taking the opportunity now to to rob and steal and and and, and get free stuff like they wanted to? Sure. Yeah, those people are there. Uh, is there some some overlap? On that diagram, yes, there will be. Because there's some people out there, they really do stand for or they stand against uh, police brutality and those type of things. But at the same time, they are also opportunists. And if you can, hey, man, you did that to my friend. The most, most I could do is steal all this stuff out of this store. I'm going to do that, too. Or you did this to me. I heard about this story. George Floyd. I'm going to steal some stuff. I'm going to break some stuff in anger. So 
yes, those things uh, kind of exist. It's not one or the other. I think it's just a, a whole lot of gray areas. Some people, you just don't know how to react to your emotions. Uh, we, I think we do live in a society where you, there's really no... Uh, is there a good way to really venture anger? Not really. Like, it's not like a place you can't just go screaming or anything like that. You can't go, you know, I guess, I guess you, you know, you can be in an MMA underground tournament or something. I don't know what people do to that's angry all the time, but you got to do something, man. And we've been cooped up in our house too all this time. And that's going to play a part in it too. What you think, Fino? Yeah, I think it is a complex issue. Like a lot of people want this, they want to wrap the story up very neatly and say, oh, the protesters turn violent they're you know they're just going out and looting and and tearing stuff up uh but there are multiple factions so uh the same thing that happened in ferguson and i still remember i think i said it on the podcast before but i'll say it again remember when the editor at my organization was on cnn you know was talking to don lemon and he was telling him because we had multiple people saying like people are coming from out of state from like Illinois or people coming from Chicago, people are coming from uh, these other cities and states and they are starting the violence. Like it's peaceful protests out here, but you got operatives that are just coming in, creating chaos. They're not from here. They're not for the cause. And Don Lemon called him a liar, like on the air. It was like, oh, you're lying. You're making this up. But they found out that that's right. And I think even in Minneapolis, where this uh, recent groundswell has kind of started, they said that I think 80 percent of the people they arrested uh, during like the first night uh, of when there were violent protests, 80 percent of the people were from out of state. Uh, So I think you do have opportunists. You do have people that want some free stuff. You do have people that just want to create chaos. And I don't think it's just far left. You got some on the far right because they have this agenda to let's make these uh, black folks and uh, folks who are down with them, let's make them look like they're violent. That way the police can bust their heads. You do have some uh, on the far left who just want to create complete chaos. Uh, I think that, I mean, they've also showed that you got Russian folks that are oh, yeah. uh, amplifying this message and trying to get it to look like, or not even trying to get it to look like, but just trying to um, show that there is this division and try to enhance the divisiveness that's so going on. So how, how is this possible that these people are traveling when this is happening everywhere? This is not a Ferguson situation where people are coming in from out of town. Literally, this is happening in every city. Why would I get in my car to drive across state lines so I could go do the same thing? Well, I think Minnesota or Minneapolis was really the first one, you know, because that's where George Floyd was killed at. So Minneapolis is the one where people are going there to kick it off. And I think, I mean, also depending on how well organized your group is, you you going to send people off like, okay, hey, what are the nearest big cities that we got? You go to St. Louis, you go to Chicago, you go to Detroit, you know, wherever. And they they send people out to these different 
to these horses different symbolism, horses. I mean, some of these people, these, these some of these, are, you know, these are these are robbing gangs, man. You know, like okay, they live in a little small town. Well, there ain't no Apple Store in my little small town, but there's right. an Apple Store in Midtown Manhattan. I can go knock off and and get me some some new iPhones and sell them for you know flip those for eight hundred dollars a piece. Like so, I'm gonna go there where the Apple Store is at, so I can loot there. I mean, they ain't gonna loot in their little no name town, so. I'm sure you got a lot of that. People come from the from the smaller towns into the big cities. That's where all this is going down. And there, there ain't none of this this riding going on in those small towns, man. It's all it's all big cities, right? So easy easy to get into. Hotels are probably butt ass empty right now. You can probably get a hotel room in any big city for for fifty dollars a night. Stay in Midtown Manhattan, and then you out there looting in the middle of, the middle of the night and just go back there. I mean, it's, it seems like a pretty it's pretty pretty easy plan to me. I will admit the prices yep. on eBay have dropped. Because <laughs> there's so many, so many goods on there. <laughs> I bought a couple things yeah, I and I was like, wow, this is a lot cheaper. It's about, you know, saving about 30% off of something I was looking for. Okay, but let me get this, let me get this off real quick. The looters. You know, I'm just let me get this off real anyway. quick, man. Man, these looters, man, these are, tra- like, man, I really, I know the peaceful, pro- I, most of the peaceful pro- protesters are leaving, you know, when they're supposed to leave. You know, I, I don't think they're lingering too much after, you know. After after the curfew, especially now, but you know, we'll see tonight and stuff like that. But I disagree with that statement. At the, but at the end of the day, the people that are out there for peaceful protest, man, they need to kick, they need to beat the hell out of these damn looters and stuff like that because it's, it's detracting from all this stuff, man. They, it, somebody got to step in and say, hey, man, this this is this is making us look bad. Well, so just, I wish they would do something like I wish that there was something they could do. I don't know how. I mean, you t- you're talking about nobody, you won't be able to identify who's who on the street. No. But if you see people just out there looting, man, somebody got something's. I mean, yeah, I feel bad for like the, the cop in St. Louis or the retired cop that you know try to stop them dudes. He just out there trying to help his you know friend or employer or, or boss, whatever it was. But man, this is. It's, I mean, it, it's not helping the message. This stuff like that, it's got to get out of here. And the, the good protesters. I mean, I, they're speaking up, but man, maybe maybe there's something more that needs to be done. I don't know what it is, but it, well, it's, here's it's just, the thing: is a lot of times in these protests. You do have that happen. Now, that's not necessarily shown uh, in the media because it's not as compelling as somebody burning up a trash can or burning up a business. Uh, But a lot of times you do have people that step in and say, look, we're not doing this. Like, we're we're not. I I saw a video the other day. It was actually a white guy who was trying to set a fire, like, I don't know if it was a bush or something, but he was at a business and he was trying to set a fire. Somebody came up to him. It's like, look, what are you doing? Get out of here. We're not about that in this neighborhood. I saw another video where I guess a, a young white lady had given some people a brick to go tear, uh, you know, throw through a window, and she got berated and was like, why are you, why are you giving somebody a brick to destroy? So that happens a lot, and there often are kind of protest leaders who emerge who keep that stuff down. Now, when those people go home, maybe it pops off. The other thing I was going to talk about with um, that really incites violence is the police action. If you look at, you know, the videos that have been going on, like the police just get crazy aggressive. I know in uh, Atlanta, you had the, those cops. They, they had the curfew. They pulled the college people out the car. They slashed their tires. They dragged them out the car. Like, they weren't even protesting. They were just driving home. Uh, you had the situation in D.C. where Trump wanted to go take the photo in front of the church. The police tear-gassed and tear-bombed folks who were out there protesting peacefully. So when you're out there, you could go into it with the mindset of, 
I'm here for peace, I'm here for unity. But then when police start tear gassing you, start pushing you down, start assaulting you for no reason, or you know, get out the street and just start manhandling you. And remember, this is what all this is starting from, is police brutality. But the police are just being brutal out in the streets and that's just gonna incite violence. You know, if you if you come with violence, you're gonna be met with violence. Yeah, it's, I mean, they're on very thin ice as far as policing a situation like this when the police are the ones that caused uh, this particular uh, uproar in the first place. Um, they can't come out with the normal force that they normally would. Uh, they have to back down. They have to have tougher skin than what they have. Um, I saw videos of them riding down the street in places that have more of a, a military presence and shooting paintballs at people that were on their porches. Like, there's no reason to do that. You know, I know they were ordered to do it. So that's what military does. But at the same time, y'all got to have some resolve, man, because if people start coming out and just start shooting real bullets at you, then we're going to have a problem. It escalates and it becomes something we none of us want to see on either side. Paul, any retort? Did, did we lose him? Probably. We lost Box Wine Poppy. He went out to, um, he went out to Rob. <laughs> oh my bad. No, I was on mute. I had I put myself on mute, man. No, I mean I ain't got no retort to that. Uh, it's just it's man, it's, it's a problem. No, I, I, the the looting is just it's just not good optics. I can tell you that you know talking to my, some of my white coworkers, man. You know they again they're 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 probably you know somewhat left to center, but they're not really far left or you know people like that. But I can tell you, man, that there was like one dude. He's probably he's like a, a, a big Bernie supporter. And he was just like, man, the, the looting stuff. He lives in Chicago. He was like, man, I'm, I'm out. I'm just, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not, in, in, I'm not involved in other stuff because he, he can't support the looting. And I'm like, I see it, man. You know, it's just, it's, it's unfortunate, it, and it, we, it does happen. When, I guess when, it, whenever you have something big like this, but although we haven't had nothing like this big in, in decades, uh, but it's, it's a problem. Man. So it's, it's, for it, those it, it people, though, me. Paul, you have to say like, well. If y'all had supported uh, being against police brutality in the first place, but it wouldn't have gotten to that dude, point. This, I mean, this, yeah, this, it's going to be a few people that that's how you feel. But overall, nothing has been done about this. Every single cop has gotten off for the most part. Every single cop has gone unpunished. They get a paid vacation and shipped to another city to probably keep being a cop. And we just can't All have I that happen anymore. And look at and even look at the uh, I can't remember his name, but the officer who did. Uh, knee on George Show, Floyd's knee. Show, 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 yeah. I mean, he had like 17 complaints times, yes. about misconduct, you know, and some of it was uh, police brutality. Uh, he shot a man. The man said that, like, he bust into his house, kicked open the bathroom door, and just shot him twice in the abdomen. Like, and, and of crazy. course, the excuse was he was reaching for a gun. Of course. But I don't think they found a gun in the house. The man said, look, I'm just in the bathroom. What are you talking about? So 17 complaints at least. And, again, he never got more than a slap on the wrist. And he's back policing the streets. Um, there was another guy, I think the uh, Asian officer, had something like eight or nine complaints against him. Now, all cops, you, you're probably going to get some type of complaint. But, like, these are serious complaints that they had against them. And, again, the way that the system is set up, it protects police officers. You got police officers 
investigating themselves, internal affairs. Uh, you have officers who are pretty much untouchable. You know, we see officers get fired and then they appeal and then they get the job right back uh, because the laws are made to protect them. So it's just like when you constantly, like this uprising that's happening right now, it's not just George Floyd, just like Ferguson wasn't just about Mike Brown. Like these are all things that have just built up over time where especially black folks are like, look, we are not going to keep putting up with this. I hear you. I'm just saying that there's people, liberal-minded people I, I see out there that are open to these issues or, or have, have ta- I've talked about it, and they're like, that, that have expressed you know, interest in this issue before all this stuff. And they're just like, hey, I'm out. I'm out because of all this looting stuff. And that, that bothers me, man. It's like, hey, that, if it's, that, it's, it's really distracting from the message. From but that's, but that's why I said society. when I talk about the factions that get out there to incite violence, yeah. I said some of those are people who disagree with the message whatsoever, but they want to detract. They want to say, okay, let's stop talking about George Floyd and this officer that killed him by sitting on his neck for eight or nine minutes, but let's start, let's focus the message on the riots, yeah. and looting, and, and it just detracts from the message. So it, it's really no way to stop that because, again, even with Kaepernick just kneeling, it had such a uprising. So it's like, although I don't condone violence, I said it before, I don't condone looting, I don't condone violence, what I have observed is that without violence or without these type of uh, incidents, nothing ever changes. Like once you start to get people that are tearing up stuff and taking away the money from businesses and, you know, these businesses have to pay to to rebuild or even if they don't because they got insurance, they're losing money because they're closed for three, six months, however long it takes to renovate. That's when you start to see little bitty changes. And keep in mind that this officer, at least the main officer, got arrested, what, a couple days after, three, four days, five days, uh, maybe a week after the situation. How many times Mm -hmm. in the past did we see those those officers just never got arrested? Oh, yeah. I mean, so things are kind of changing slowly, but it's like, the establishment doesn't listen until you start to tear stuff up. And it's something, uh, and Ishmael, I'm going to give you your flowers while you're living, because this is something Ishmael told me a long time ago, and I've always thought of it, uh, and I, I, I give him credit for it, is that Martin Luther King could not have succeeded without Malcolm X being there. Like, both of them needed each other. Like, peace looks a lot better when it's chaos. Unfortunately, right. that's how it is. If Malcolm wasn't threatening people or being more threatening and willing to go out and do the things that Martin wasn't willing to do, would the peace ever have gone over right uh, or happened or changed anything? Probably not. They would have went ahead, throwing them in jail and everything would have been fine. So, uh, yeah, they kind of work hand in hand, unfortunately. And that's just how we are as human beings that we don't until we perceive a threat, we really don't want to change anything. Yep, yep. So we'll go on. I kind of talked about the police slashing tires, although, and it was interesting because I've seen this has happened in multiple cities. I think even in St. Louis, um, I saw a reporter that was talking about it because there was an area the police had locked down completely. um, And 
they said, like, all the tires in this parking lot were slashed. And they said, what? the police had control of that lot. No protesters were on that lot, and the police slashed. Uh, you said you didn't see that, right? I hadn't seen this, no. Yeah, so I think this is the Atlanta one that I referenced where— uh, The tweet is from Minneapolis police, though. Okay, yeah, yeah, this is a this is a different one, but— um, yeah, so this guy talked about, yeah, every tire on his rental car, check the show notes for the video, um, was slashed. And, oh, this is the one I was talking about. Where the, And he said the police had control of this lot. Like, there were no protesters in this lot. And so you got media people, you got other people. That luckily for the media people, that was their rental car. Other people, like, that's your car. Right. And how, how much do four tires cost on your car? Yo, that's, that's crazy. what? Twelve hundred, fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars, and the police just go through and just slap for no. Re- it's not like you're doing an illegal activity. You're just parked. You're not even in the car, and so for the cops to just go through and do that, and and that's why. I so said he the said aggression. he said the cops did it. Did he um, have any proof? Or he said video proof of it. Let me keep looking. Uh, let's see. Video of my life live stream, line of cops in the Kmart parking lot, broken trucks, slashing tires. Yeah, they yeah, they have yeah. some uh some videos of it there. So what's their what's their going. what do they think that they're doing there? Like what's their thought process? <laughs> they wanna punish people. I mean they they want to they want to discourage people from going to the protest. If they slash your tires today, maybe you are going to think twice about going to their protest tomorrow. All you're doing is they can't leave and now they're angry. So maybe they should go break some windows. <laughs> yeah, but they're not even thinking that far. I mean, that's the problem with policing in America is that, like, it's so built on just, it's like authoritarianism. And, and, and here's the problem for the white delegation is that for so long, like they've just turned a blind eye to black and brown folks just getting beat over the head, cops doing whatever they want, plant drugs, whatever. And they turn a blind eye to it. Well, now those cops are used to it, to just doing whatever they want. So now even if you're a white person out there protesting with the black folks, they going to treat you the same way right. because they've been able to do it for the last 30, 40, 50 years. And so, uh, I mean, the police are a problem here. I think really somebody has to come and just change, like the next president, whatever, if it's Biden, if it's a, a governor, like reform of the policing system has to be a major change. Yeah, just the punishments thereof. Because it's just not sustainable. Yeah, and I've I've read a few posts where people are saying maybe we should we should hold uh, police to a higher standard that they get punished more if they're found guilty of of committing crimes like this, which uh, because we just expect more out of you. Just like if you're a, a judge, we expect more out of you, or if you're a, a doctor, we expect more out of you from the, in the medical field. Uh, some of those things we just expect more out of you and sometimes just losing your job and be able to go somewhere else. It ain't like you're going to be on unemployment because you stopped being a cop. You can go somewhere else and be a cop and you can still make a living and do the same thing again. So, yeah, something's got to change as as far as the law goes. And we'll see. I mean, down the line, um, I think this protest where normally there were um, 
And I know this is going way back to where Ishmael said it feels like this is different now. And it feels different now because um, from what I'm seeing, it, this isn't where normally it was peaceful up until we got a verdict saying like, oh, we're not going to prosecute these people. Or, oh, they got off uh, this time and then looting started or then people got angry. They doing it beforehand. And even after the cop got arrested, they still just like, all right, well, we're still not going to stop. Because we need this to change forever. So that that's the way I, I, I see it too. So hopefully, man, we, we this far, we this deep into it. Hopefully something comes of it and we don't have to ever do this again. Yeah, so um, let's see. Talk about some of these that's ridiculous weekend. protesters. Yeah, and so amidst this, you know, we talked about uh, during some of these protests we do have members of uh, the Caucasian delegation that are out there supporting the brothers and sisters uh, Thank and, and protesting. Boxwan Poppy said about 70% of the people of the daytime protests he went to were Caucasian individuals. And we definitely welcome our white allies and our allies of other ethnicities because this can't just be black people or black and brown people solving this issue is going to have to be everybody kind of working together. Uh, however, you do have some people, and, and Box My Poppy, this might be one of the people that you were talking to when you were saying <laughs> hey, that yo, they are check. not down <laughs> with the looting. I'm starting to think maybe this is a wife of one of them gentlemen. So uh, there was this woman, let's see, what city was this? Was this in Minneapolis? That was Minneapolis. That was Minneapolis. In Minneapolis, uh, as protests erupted and some of the looting started, I believe this maybe was a Target, and uh, check the show notes to see the video, uh, but this woman decided that she was not going to stand for it. She did not want to let these animals uh, tear up her store, tear up her neighborhood. So this woman who was in a wheelchair thought she was confined in a wheelchair. Right, That's I was just going to say, like, dang, right. I'm watching that now. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> she was in a wheelchair. She saw people start to loot, and she blocked the doorway. She, she watched many Marvel superhero movies. She was like, enough. She rolled in front of the doorway. She blocked people. She pulled out her knife, her shank, and she was like, y'all Negroes are not looting anymore. Paul, Box One Poppy, did you see this story or this video? And can I you tell of the fate of this uh, woman? <laughs> I don't know the fate of this one, but man, but yo, real talk, this this is kind of like what I'm talking about, man. I mean, yeah, this lady, she got she got roasted, flambéed, whatever you want to call it, on uh, and, and extinguished right there on national television, <laughs> and it was it was a mess, man. But but this is what I'm talking about, man. Like. Uh, Look, man, she got dragged online and social media. I don't, and I don't know, you know, the knife, all this stuff. Like, it's it's near the there, but she was trying to stop the loot, man. And I, 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 honestly, I gotta say, I call, man, you guys can call me Uncle Tom, Uncle Tito. I don't care. Tito. She kind of right, man. Stop, stop, man. She trying to stop the loot, and because it's it's a bad look. I don't know if that's what her, that was her intention, because it's a bad look for the for the movement. But man, that's 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 the way I feel, man. Y'all, y'all again, y'all call me Uncle Tito. I'm giving y'all a chance right now. I know it's been waiting to say it for two years, so come on, give it to me, man. Shut up. <laughs> that was not what she was doing. <laughs> this lady, if you notice the video, at least the segment that we saw, all the white people that were coming out, let them go, fine. 
any black people to walk by. Those are the ones she was trying to stop and stab. Oh, and she had a knife. Yes, she had a small knife. She was trying to stab them. Uh, and that's really where it erupted is where people say, hey, she got a knife. And then uh, that's when they started uh, uh, beating her. <laughs> so and then you know we got a video later on that uh she can walk too so she's in a she's in a wheelchair she's faking she actually has a bag from target where she got some stuff so i don't know if she went in first i don't know how that works it's, right. it's a lot of people faking out here so uh the yeah, store was closed so that, how exactly lady. did she get her see bag? That receipt yeah check her receipt <laughs> yeah, the fact that she's out there trying to stab people like I mean, that's just a stupid thing. I, I understand if you want to prevent looting. Like I said, I'm not pro-looting. I don't uh, recommend people go tear up stuff. Right. But my thing is, if you are going to, I mean, let, let's talk about the people that are getting killed by these officers, these unarmed people. Let's Let's talk about them. And if you're more outraged that somebody is breaking into a business and stealing stuff than you are at this person who's being killed, like, that's a problem. Um, and so I, I don't condone the looting, but number one, she just that's just a dumb idea to think that you're going to stop people from looting. Like, be safe. Like, the company's got insurance. Let them do what they do. The fact that you're trying to get in there and stab people um, is ridiculous. Uh, that that's that's just stupid. And and the I worst think, part was the interview afterwards, right? So don't forget that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the interview was trash. Yeah, she should I, I think you can't up. get that's, hung that's up. That's what I say. It's it's easy to get hung up on the violence, but remember, all all of this, even if we say this is violence, looting, tearing up stuff, burning up stuff, okay, that's violence. People didn't just start doing that for no reason. It's not just like people were just like, hey, it's Tuesday night. Let's go outside and, and uh, tear, up, tear up Target and, and burn down Target. No. Like, without the police brutality, there is no looting. There is no uh, destruction of property. That, that's when we see this crap up. When a cop kills an unarmed black person or an unarmed brown person and they don't get arrested or they get off. So you want to solve the problem of looting? Stop letting them off. Right. Or stop doing it. Have the cops stop doing it. You know, treat everybody as equal. We talked about it many times. Uh, Dylan Roof, all these other killers, um, just cold-blooded killers who are white, they get brought in very peacefully, no violence, still alive. Uh, but this guy was accused of, George Floyd was accused of, Fake twenty, uh, fraudulent check or something. Uh, he he ends up dead. Yeah. Uh, you hey. have people. Eric Garner hey. accused of selling loose cigarettes. He's dead. Like get out of here. Okay. Like no, that's that's what I am appalled at. I'm not appalled at the businesses burning. I don't like it, but I'm not appalled at that. I'm appalled at this loss of life. Let me play some of this uh, lady's. Let me play some of this lady's audio. She was peacefully protesting, is what she said. <laughs> but then you see another video, you are not peacefully Victim. protesting. Right. Yeah, it's, it's not peaceful when you're stabbing people. That's, right. 
the opposite of peaceful. That was violent. And uh, so let's go to this next story because we got the same situation here. I'm going to call that a white-collar crime. If you get on the news and you start whining, it's a white-collar crime too. And this dude, he's finna get it. Let me play some of his. Where's his audio at? Here we go. One more time. Brandon McCormick. Brandon McCormick. He says his car was turned over and set on fire because he yelled, all lives matter. What happened? I got beat up. Well, first I got beat up when I yelled, all lives matter. Then I pulled out weapons. Then I got beat up some more. Then the cops grabbed me and my car got totaled. My phone, everything. I lost everything. Coming down here to try to protect them with what weapons I had. Because I am a chick's villain. I've changed my life. And I... I back up the law enforcement, you know. Who's he? Who's he protect? He's going. He's going to protect law enforcement. He said, but he was beat up by two black guys in Utah. Like, That's you know what like he how said, hard yeah. you got to find? How, you gotta, how hard you got to look to find two yeah. black? They guys asked him. They said, "Who beat named... you up?" He said, two black guys. Two black guys." <laughs> okay, and then uh, when you watch the video, how many black guys were seen on that video, Fino? Uh, like Boxwell Papa said. Ain't no black people in Utah. The Utah Jazz are the only black people in Utah, and they not there so right now. you didn't see Donovan Mitchell or Rudy Gobert in the video. <laughs> right. Okay. You mail, saw look, all the mailman's kids out there. Carl Malone, right. was he in the you video? saw a no. bunch of Caucasian people, uh, white allies who are protesting uh, for this event. But he got out there talking crazy, got out with a bow and arrow, Pointing it at the entire crowd. A giant knife before that. he got whooped. It was about 14, 15 people jumped on him. And not a nan was black. And it's very telling that he said that two black guys did it to him. When he got beat up by like, this is 14 (laughs) people. It was probably more than that. Yeah, it was about 20. (laughs) So so I I watched, I went through the thread and I I Googled this man's name to see who else had uh, some video from Twitter. There were other ladies that had a video of him. He's getting in out of his car. He's threatening people with a knife in those videos. And I mean, not a small knife like the lady in the wheelchair had. He had a big knife, like a combat knife. And they're kind of like, oh, my God, what is he doing? He's got a knife. Then, like like Phenom said, later on, he's got a bow and arrow. He's shooting arrows at people. Now, he's not pulling it back like, you know, he, he on the open range trying to bring down a buffalo. But they still hurt. And you still don't know. They could hurt somebody if you pull it back too far. But he's still shooting it at people. And people wasn't having it. So they immediately jumped him. I saw a man. I think a man had a skateboard. He might have hit him with a skateboard, too. So you know it wasn't a black person. They had a skateboard. They're not going to hit you with it if they skateboard. <laughs> Yo, on a lighter note, on a lighter note, this dude made me think about why Hawkeye is the worst <laughs> Avenger of all time. Like this dude got out the car, couldn't even get one air, one arrow off, man. I'm like, and, and but we we supposed to believe that Hawkeye can go out here and go toe to toe with Thanos for for five minutes? Hawkeye got no superpowers. We, we supposed to believe this mess? Come on, man, get him out of here, man. Hawkeye is trash. I can't even believe he's in the franchise. I don't even like comic books like that. Ryan, speak on it. Dude, I know that's your boy. Defend see, him. We know that you didn't watch Avengers Endgame because you would know where Hawkeye was during the movie. Uh, I'm gonna spoil it because y'all should have saw this movie anyway. Hawkeye was up in the tunnel the whole time. He wasn't able to come out because he was trapped. That's why, because he was trash, and they didn't know what to do with him. But they need to give Jeremy Renner a check. So no, Hawkeye. Hawkeye would have handled himself in this uh, in this mob though. He never would have got jumped like that. He would have took down at least ten of them and beat the other ones with the bow. Don't disrespect Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Got taken out by two white dudes in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this dude, yeah, you can't be a fat Hawkeye out there. 
That's not <laughs> fat chicken hawk. Nah. More like Falcon Leghorn. All right. What else we got, man? All right. So let's get into uh, the randomness. Yeah. A, a more random is. story. Not really random because it has something to do. We didn't have any COVID news. If y'all weren't aware, we still are suffering from the virus known as COVID-19. We still out here struggling. Uh, not yo, yo, how crazy is that, though, that like. Like, okay, we, we, we've all been kind of sick of the COVID news. And look, man, I ain't heard nothing about COVID in three days, man. Hey, like, people not, happy not, not to other, other than Other than that, the protesters are going to be spreading around to their neighborhoods, yes. which that, that is a concern. But, man, there ain't, no more, there ain't no more death counter on the clock, on the TV. Like, really? you know, they used to have the little, you know, 100,000 people got it. You know, 100,000. They, they ain't even got that up no more. They, they took all that down. It's all riot all day long. Oh, that's okay. It's about yeah. to spread. That, yeah, that's my big concern is, like, two weeks from now. What is it gonna look like? In is it just the black gonna... communities, in the black communities, that's that's the not problem. even that because it's who did you say was at your protest? Seventy percent of the people were of Caucasian. Oh, but there's a lot of black people at these pro at these protests. Oh, hundred percent, and yeah. they're gonna bring it back to people that and for whatever reasons we know that black people, brown people die from this more. So, so th- this this is something you need to look out for in the next month or so. I'm, I'm, it, it's a, it's oh, a real I know, thing. but I'm saying it's not just it's not just going to impact the black folks because it's everybody out here. So yeah. uh, true, we'll true see. Man. I mean, luckily, I do see a lot of people at these protests, you know, masked up. Uh, but, Some, yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of people aren't as well. So uh, that is something scary to watch. But uh, yeah, sorry, Ryan, didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, that's all right. So since we're dealing with COVID. Uh, we wanted to talk about this because this story I thought was crazy. And normally, we probably would have led with this. But uh, with it being such a crazy week, we didn't get the chance to. Found this story on Reuters. Uh, and I'm just going to read the headline. There's no better way to put it. Monkeys steal coronavirus blood samples in India. Yep. <laughs> they said that monkeys in India, near the presidential palace, they said that they had a curfew out there to um, uh, for because of covid so uh, that started, uh, and on March 22nd, a troop of monkeys, they attacked a medical facility. Attacked it. And they snatched up some blood samples that they had from patients who had tested positive for COVID. They were taking, uh, uh, getting their antibodies and stuff. Yo, the monkeys in India have already been disrespectful. I, we, I talked about this before. Y'all can't be just having the monkeys just come up, take your stuff. Y'all too much a pacifist. Stop. The monkeys are taking over in India. And now they're taking blood samples. What are they doing? Are they bioengineering something up in the mountains? What, what are they doing? We got to put a stop to it. Um, maybe they're the ones that's out here trying to kill us. The monkeys are trying to murk us. Hey man, they 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 trying to get back, man. I mean, we we we. I mean, you seen Planet of the Apes, man? I you know how this goes yeah. down, man. Caesar, but but look, Family. real talk ish ish. You the you the resident hand expert, hand to hand combat expert on this podcast. Facts. Would you Facts. would you fight a monkey? Would you scrap with any monkey? A troop of monkeys to get this vibe. Let's back? say a troop of monkeys. No, just one. I just want to hear him say he he could take out one monkey. One I, monkey. I don't even I don't even believe that. Man, do you not believe I would spank the mess out of that monkey, bro? <laughs> like me and that monkey. This dude's never lost uh-uh. to anything. Going toe to toe, I'm taking out. I could take out at least four monkeys by myself. Now, if they got COVID 
containers, then that might be a little difficult because I'm trying not to break the vials. I don't want to get the COVID on me, so I might have to be a little more tactical. I might have to try to be a, uh, a peaceful come to a peaceful resolution you know i might have to negotiate with the monkey but if we just talking about me against at least four monkeys maybe five hand to hand i'm coming out every time you are right, right. <laughs> that's, that's all this dude said he could beat Listen, up man. beat up 30 30 to 50 children <laughs> nine-year-olds in the ring oh, in the octagon. now he can beat up unlimited numbers of monkeys not unlimited. I said four to five. Oh, now we go stop at five. five. Okay. Listen, man. One monkey would knock your block off. Look, first of all, the monkey would. The these ain't the chip. These ain't chimpanzees, though. These are little monkeys. Just so you know. Oh, you. Oh, these you are not apes. Like sex these monkeys. are monkeys. Okay, you want the little sex monkey? Yeah, the red okay, face, okay, red okay. face <laughs> gibbons or whatever you call them things. Yes. Okay. 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 Well, yeah. Maybe. Okay. Maybe three or four of those. But but still, man. I think those monkeys are way strong. So wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Let's qualify what Ish said. So now, were you saying you could beat up four chimpanzees, Ishmael? I was saying you asked me if I how many monkeys I could. What kind of monkeys were you referring to? I can beat up four to five (laughs) monkeys. I don't. What What did uh, Jay Z say? I don't care how many pounds you bring i know my way around the ring i don't care what kind of monkeys they are i don't care it could be a chimpanzee it could be an ape it could be a gorilla oh, a baboon it could be the ones with the little pink butts i don't care bring the monkeys on uh, i'm gonna bring all right. the power of wakanda and killmonger and the black panther and I'm going, I'm letting loose on these Yo, monkeys. monkeys don't play fair, man. They immediately rip your balls off. You already out to fight. Uh, balls, balls and then <laughs> yes. they go straight for the balls. Balls and your and eyeballs. The next thing they do is the face and your eyeball. Right. They go, they gouge out the balls and the, and the face, man. They, they, just, they, they just, they know what to do, man. They, man, they make quick, they, they chop you like a Ginsu knife, man. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be over for you, man. Sorry. Look, all I got to do is take the one monkey and beat up the rest with that monkey. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Telling y'all, see y'all, y'all don't have the experience in the fisticuffs in the hand-to-hand combat. Box one, Poppy. I know you did some military, so I would expect that you could probably get about two monkeys. But it sounds like you're not as confident in your abilities. Yo, monkeys are mad nimble. (laughs) Like you can't. (laughs) So am I, man. No, you're not. So am I. In comparison to a monkey, dude, they'll run around your face, man. You would be knocked out so quick. One monkey would be a problem, man, let alone two monkeys. Listen, man, I, I, I know how shaky I am just trying to kill snakes, and they ain't even barely moving. <laughs> I gotta, I'm, I'm, I'm like four feet away with a big old weapon, and they tiny. And I, if I, it was a monkey right there, look, I'm running. I'm, I'm out of there, man. Right. <laughs> I'm running a zigzag pattern back in the house. Crazy. Yeah, I think, the, getting back to this story, I think the crazy thing is, like Ryan said, we first we saw the monkeys try to steal a child. Uh, now we got monkeys stealing COVID vials. Like, what is going on with the monkeys? And they said they don't know if the monkeys can contract COVID. Probably. I remember reading a story earlier uh, where they, they had bat like, to human, a tiger. Sure. It was like a tiger had COVID. Yep, dogs can uh, get it. Cats have, cats have had COVID. Yeah, cats, dogs, yeah. Yeah, and it, and it supposedly came from a bat. So, you know, 2020 is just like another thing 2020 has hit us with. You hit us with Kobe. You hit us with COVID. You hit us with the 
uh, Killer, what is it? The uh, Murder, Murder Hornets. Hornets. Yep. Uh, now you're hitting us with monkeys just attacking people. You're with the protest, of course. Now you're hitting us with monkeys stealing oh, I saw a video with like blood. eight UFOs in the sky the other day. <laughs> what the? Is this the end of the world? Right, right. Man, I already told you. This is to you. I've, you are the minister. I've, are we in? The end of the world. I've been telling y'all for I don't know how long, two words, Hedron Collider. The second it turned on, we kept saying, don't turn it on. It created a wormhole. It could create all these different possibilities. It could create a uh, another universe, alternate universe. We don't know. The second we turned it on, everything crazy started happening. And it started with just sports teams that sucked forever winning championships. And now all of a sudden we got monkeys stealing uh, medical uh, medical samples and murder hornets. And I saw something else about some, uh, what was it, uh, some kind of poisonous jellyfish or something crazy from Japan. Yeah, man, that is coming for us. We're in the pre-apocalypse. I, I hope we're not. But if you hear the, if you hear the trumpets blow, t- just don't say I didn't warn you, Paul. I've been telling you to, to repent and turn your life around for a long time. Get your life together. Oh man, look, I, I, it's gonna take me a long time to get this life together. But uh, but hey, one day, remind me not this podcast, but remind me to tell you, I, I've seen UFOs, man. I, I I've seen it. My wife's seen it together with with like five or six other people at the same time. I've seen UFOs, man. I'll tell you the story one day. Uh, yeah, tell us soon. Yeah, tell us next week. We can come back week, to that yeah. story. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. So definitely interested. And now that you uh, have said this, you know what? I might switch it up. I, I'm, I definitely might negotiate with the monkeys. I feel like I'd be safer with the monkeys. Like, to hell with you humans. <laughs> if some monkeys come, I'm going with the monkeys. Mm, collaborator. Like Tarzan. I'd be like king of the monkeys or even slave of the monkeys. I don't care, but I feel like I got a better chance with the monkeys than Bring I got. Bring me all your monkey women. <laughs> <laughs> we do all the pink booties. That's what he's looking for. <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's nasty, man. Disgusting. All right, man. Come on. Let's, let's close this thing close out. Close it out. Yep, yep, yep. So if you enjoyed the show, make sure you follow us on social media uh, so you can uh, get the latest updates and make sure that you stay in tune with the Black Delegates. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Black Delegates. There's an underscore between Black and Delegates. We also are on Facebook, so just look up the Black Delegates podcast. Make sure you uh, follow. Make sure you like the page. Uh, and also, if you have any... Uh, questions, any comments, any suggestions, uh, hit us up at theblackdelegatespod at gmail.com where you can reach us as a collective. If you want to reach me, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at ishcreates. That's I-S-H creates. The Black Ryan is on Twitter at the Black Ryan, And Box Wine Poppy is uh, sliding into your DMs on Twitter at Box Wine Poppy. And I, wanna, I wonder what kind of box wine are you drinking these days? Like, oh, man, we, we need to talk about that. Oh, I, I actually I've been hitting a little wine every night. Uh, not tonight because I knew I had a pod and I didn't want to go sleep early on y'all. But uh, yeah, man, I've been hitting the wine, man. I mean, every night I have a little glass for it before I go to bed. It helps me sleep a little better. Y'all need to look into that, man. Cabernet. Yeah. What I, what I, have, like, I, I do the red. It, it makes me really sleepy. All right. Yeah, it'd be a new segment. But the I, box wine but I, poppy. Uh, box wine of the week. Recommendations. <laughs> right, right. So box wine poppy. If people want to help out the show, uh, what can they do? 
You can send me all the free box wine. Y'all can, you can mail that to me. Uh, care of uh, Hard Knocker STL at, at hotmail.com. So send it on. You know, whatever box wine you got. The little, I'll, take, I'll even take the little, the little uh, personal cans, you know, the little, little, little cups of those things. You know, like the, the joints you get in the airplane. They got those in the stores now. So you can send me those. Uh, I'll take that. Whatever you got, man. Hennessy, that's also a favorite. Uh, but yeah, man, support the pod. Uh, you know, rate us and review us. Whatever you uh, app you're listening to, to, give us a review, man. Tell us what you think. Give us some feedback. Tell us how washed I am, because uh, I'm definitely not. I'm definitely the least woke of this of this uh, group right here. Uh, but hey, I got I got Ish and Phenom. They they uh, Ryan and Phenom. They tell me mm. you know, leave leave me on the right path to get more to get more woke. So so we get it. Hey, Hey, you went Quit. to your first protest, man, so I'm proud of you. It's baby steps. Hey, we might not be the last one. you from cause... alt-right poppy to protest poppy <laughs> now. So. Hey, might might not be the last one because we, we might have that RNC convention here in a Uh-oh. few months. Not really sure if that's going to go down or not, but that's going to be a big one. Uh, I don't know if I want to get shot, but might have to might have to check that one out too because <laughs> that's that's going to be the crazy one right there. Yeah, we're going to see yeah. you looting loot the van store. I'm not looting a van store, man. I'm not looting anything, man. But look, look there ain't there ain't nothing. I, I mean, yeah, they, I can't I can't make no looting jokes, man. I've been talking about looting too much, but it bothers me, man. But we, we anyway, we move past it, man. Stay safe out there, folks. That's it. more than anything. Stay safe out there, man. Be be smart. Uh, go go back to your families, man. At the end of the day, we all got to get through this and, and get get along some kind of way. But we we need some we need some changes. Ryan, you got any closing words for us? Yep, man? and I'm going to piggyback off what you just said, man. Stay safe out there. I know a lot of people are, are dying trying to protect goods. Uh, we don't care about the merchandise, man. Just don't. We care about you as a person. There's no reason. I know a lot of business owners are worried about losing their, their uh, products in the store and having to repair things. But look, those things can all be replaced. You cannot. So just let, if the looters are that crazy and they want to destroy something that bad, Leave them alone, man. I've seen too many uh, people hurt in these videos. The guy with the sword chasing people around, and, and they the, the the crowd swung very quickly and beat him, and he was all twisted up laying on the ground, and it was not worth it. I don't know what happened to that man. Pray for him that he's okay, but uh, it, it's, it can get bad out there, y'all. Yeah, and, and I've said it before. I'll say it again. If y'all want to stop all these protests, all this uh craziness going on quit killing black folks quit killing unarmed black people police and when they do put them in jail quit letting them off the hook uh because uh the longer that you continue to try to push this issue aside to sweep it under the rug then the more stuff there is under that rug one day it's gonna explode and blow up in your face so just hold people accountable that's all it takes it's not a big crazy thing. Hold people accountable. Stop being racist. Everybody live in peace and harmony. Yep. So that was an episode. And don't fight, Mom. Episode one eleven. Signing off. Uh. Start doing a salute or something like that. At the end. The no limit soldier salute. Uh. Ooh, that should be our beat. I can hear that. I heard the drums. I like it. <laughs> all right. And yeah, monkeys, y'all better not try me. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Peace. Stop. Peace. Picks up about three yards.